If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to Layla Ways In. I'm so happy to weigh in on topics of interest, on topics I'm uh, compelled to share with you, to bring to your attention, to answer your questions, questions that you have that you want to hear me weigh in on and answer on this podcast. Thank you for joining me. The destination for questions is questions at drhoffman.net. That's questions at drhoffman.net. Last couple of weeks I've been talking to you about gut health and what's good for the gut, what's bad for the gut, right? Because all health begins in the gut. It is absolutely true. I want to talk to you today about shifting cortisol levels. Maybe your cortisol is too high. Maybe your cortisol is too low. Cortisol is a very, very important stress hormone that's secreted by our adrenal glands. Our adrenal glands are sitting right above our kidneys. So this is about lifestyle changes for shifting cortisol levels. Now, we know that a certain level of stress is inevitable, in your life, in today's society, right? And the experiences that shape the stress response may also influence sleep patterns, food intake, blood sugar imbalances, and cardiovascular disease, and vice versa, leading to chronic ill health. So your sleep patterns, your food intake, your blood sugar, all of these may also impact your stress response. It goes both ways. So at times of high anxiety, this bi-directional relationship, it can feel like an endless loop. As stress can both predispose you to and precipitate hormonal imbalances. And cortisol is a hormone. So if you're in like an endless loop of stress, it's like an endless loop of cortisol. And this can precipitate hormonal imbalances. 
So during this whole body process, which we know is mediated by hormones in the immune system, cortisol can act as a biomarker. You've probably done a blood test for cortisol, a more accurate, specific blood te uh, test for cortisol is a salivary cortisol test. A salivary cortisol test. That's the one that we like to do. So cortisol is definitely a biomarker. It has a normal diurnal pattern throughout the day. Cortisol is normally highest in the morning, and it goes down by evening. There is a normal level of cortisol. It's supposed to be higher in the morning. It's what wakes us up, gets us ready to, you know, challenges us up for the day, gets us ready for the day's challenges. Cortisol is good for that. People with very, very low cortisol, they're not able to get out of bed. They've got some adrenal dysfunction that needs to be addressed. So cortisol does have a normal diurnal pattern throughout the day. It peaks in the morning, and that bottoms out at night. You can't sleep at night if your cortisol is too high. It's going to keep you awake. So, and in studies, deviations from this pattern, you know, the cortisol being high in the morning and bottom, bottoming out at night, deviations from this pattern are associated with signs and symptoms of adrenal dysfunction. So here in integrative and functional medicine and nutrition, when treating hormone imbalances, a tenant of functional medicine says to start with the adrenals. And in functional medicine, <coughs> pardon me, evaluation of stress and application of stress management strategies can help to lower can help with downstream hormone production, transport and processing, as well as offer low-risk, low-cost, high-benefit interventions that can help counter the stress response, like Shinrin-yoku, which is forest bathing. Shinrin-yoku is the Japanese description for forest bathing. Other things to counter the stress response, enhance nutrition, physical activity. So the first thing, when the cortisol is too high, you want to be able to calm it down. Enter forest bathing. The biophilia hypothesis, the idea that humans possess an innate tendency to seek connections with the natural environment, which is, this is called the biophilia hypothesis, the idea that humans possess an innate tendency to seek connections with the natural environment, was introduced and popularized in 1984 by biologist Edward O. Wilson. He defined biophilia as a consequence of evolution, whereby human beings subconsciously seek connection with other forms of life. 
Support for this theory comes, in part, from research demonstrating increased psychological well-being upon exposure to natural features and environments. You know, it's true, even being here in the city, I'm always, when I'm out walking, I'm wanting to walk around the park areas, those areas, the areas where there is no traffic, the green spaces. That's what I'm even unconsciously seeking. That's where I want to be walking. Research from Japan and China points to a number of positive health benefits for both psychological and physiological health associated with the practice of Shinrin-yoku, also known as forest bathing. Shinrin-yoku is a traditional Japanese practice of immersing oneself in nature by mindfully using all five senses. And during the 1980s, it surfaced in Japan as a pivotal part of preventive health care and healing. Forest environments may reduce blood pressure and heart rate, reduce stress hormones like urinary adrenaline and salivary cortisol, increase the activity of the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the inhibition effect, that nervous system, and reduce sympathetic activity, which is the excitatory nervous system. So by practicing forest bathing, it can increase the activity of the inhibition effect, the parasympathetic nervous system, while reducing the excitatory effect, which is by the sympathetic nervous system activity. So over the last 20 years, there's been a growing interest in green space and its ability to mediate the dangerous impact of acute and chronic stress, particularly the physiologic biomarkers of stress, such as cortisol. In 2021 review published in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health suggests that green space interventions may have the potential for a profound impact on reducing stress as measured by cortisol and thereby reduce the physiologic stress burden across the lifespan. All four field studies on forest bathing specifically measured cortisol level change in two main participant conditions, a forest group where forest bathing took place in a designated forested area and an urban group, which was functioning as a control group where participants were in a city center. Studying the impact of walking on salivary cortisol levels in, in urban and rural set, uh, settings, researchers found a significant interaction 
between a, an interaction effect between environmental setting and walking. Walking in a forest environment decreased average cortisol concentration from 9.7 to 8.4 nanomoles per liter, whereas walking in an urban environment barely changed mean cortisol concentration from 10.2 to 10 to 10. So in contrast, participants in the study were passively seated in the exposure conditions. And this resulted in a positive effect of forest viewing stimuli. It's important to look out the window, in other words, and see green, to go outside and see green. Salivary cortisol levels were significantly lower in the forest bathing group compared to the urban viewing group at baseline and just before the stimuli. It's important to note that studies included in this review had limitations, including small sample sizes, unmeasured variations, variation in lifestyle factors, maybe pre-existing preference for natural settings among participants, and a lack of true controls. Listen, any good research has to go about letting us know the limitations of that research. That lends to scientific integrity. Now, <clears throat> an interesting 2020 prospective trial, clinical trial, on insomnia due to female hormone changes during menopause suggests that forest therapy may be an effective non-pharmacological treatment option. After forest bathing, which included twice daily 30-minute forest walks and free time spent immersed in a forest education and healing center, participants experienced a 13% increase in sleep efficiency, a reduction of waking after sleep onset of approximately 48%. That's important because most people don't have trouble falling asleep, they have trouble staying asleep. So a reduction of waking after going to sleep of approximately 48%, which is great, and an increase in total sleep time of 20 minutes. A 2021 forest therapy program for middle-aged women also reported, also reported an increase in positive emotions and a reduction in cortisol concentrations. Citing the impact of chronic stress on growing populations with insomnia and poor sleep patterns in Japan, researchers there studied forest walking to induce relaxation and improve general sleep-wake cycles 
in a population of 71 men and women over the course of three months. The participants reported a statistically significant correlation between increased sleep time of an average of about 54 minutes following two-hour afternoon forest walks along with decreased anxiety. So, however, the researchers say it's important to note that some heterogeneity in research design, aims, interventional strategy, and metrics have been identified in studies on forest bathing with some inconsistency in observed health outcomes. And that might have to do with people's preferences. Some people don't like the country. Let me simplify all this. Some people just don't like the country. I love the country, but I also love the city. I love them both. You can do that. Where's the less stressful place? Where do I decompress more? In the country. Oh, most definitely. I feel it. So more rigorous research is needed on the subject of green space as a mediator of the deleterious impact of stress, particularly as it relates to cortisol outcomes, and more broadly, the stress recovery process via a variety of psychologic and physiologic pathways. So let's talk about enhanced nutrition and physical activity. Cortisol also plays an important role in human nutrition and human nutrition plays an important role in cortisol production. While cortisol itself has an appetite-stimulating effect, extremes in nutrition intake, such as overeating or not eating enough, may impact cortisol production and secretion. Let me explain, especially the first part here. While cortisol itself has an appetite-stimulating effect, yes, it does. When you're up late at night, when you should be asleep because it's dark out and it should be dark inside and you should be sleeping, but you're up late because, oh, I don't know, you're looking at your phone and your Facebook and who knows what. You're looking at all those things. Cortisol will tend to go up because of all this artificial light. That makes us hungry. It has an appetite-stimulating effect. Extremes in nutrition intake, such as overeating or not eating enough, also impact cortisol production secretion. When you haven't eaten enough or you've let eight hours go by between breakfast and lunch, hey, you had breakfast at 7 a.m., but it's now 3.30, you've not eaten lunch yet? Oh, yeah, your cortisol is high. Your cortisol is high because your blood sugar dipped way down probably by, by 1 p.m. when you should have eaten. And, of course, your hero adrenal glands secreted some cortisol in an effort to bring your blood sugar back to normal. So you didn't completely elapse into a fit of brain fog and not being able to complete a sentence. So that's what the heroic adrenal glands do. So the cortisol was secreted in an effort to save you. So studies suggest an upregulation of cortisol with a Western pattern diet that includes increased amount of refined carbohydrates, 
decreased amounts of fiber, you know, there's an upregulation of cortisol. If you're eating all these refined carbohydrates, you're also destabilizing blood sugar. And when our blood sugar has these highs and then those very chronic lows that happen with eating a lot of refined carbs, again, your adrenal, your adrenal glands are called in to secrete more cortisol in an effort to re-regulate blood sugar. A cross-sectional study examining the association between hair cortisol concentration, this is an indicator of long-term stress, like, you know, looking at a hair sample, and diet among 597 preschoolers found that the higher hair concentration of cortisol was associated with less frequent consumption of fruits and berries and more frequent consumption of sugary beverages. In addition to nutrition, physical activity and exercise have long been shown to have beneficial effects on stress reactivity. You know, have a bad day at work, you want to go home and take a run. You want to come home and do yoga. You want to come home and exercise. You want to release that tension. It may also boost levels of muscle-maintaining hormones that decline with age. In a 2021 study of acute and delayed hormonal and blood cell responses to a high-intensity interval training, a HIIT session, an HIIT session, after three weeks, cortisol, white blood cell count, and lymphocyte responses were decreased by an average of 42% respectively. The findings indicate that short-term high-intervention, high-intensity interval training, HIT, may blunt exercise-induced immune responses and induce rapid adaptations of the HPA axis. That's the hypothalamic-pituitary-adrenal axis. This is all about how the cortisol is made. For people who are unable to perform vigorous exercise, regular walking may improve hormone levels and potentially improve strength and quality of life. So, forest bathing, enhanced nutrition, that highlights the anti-inflammatory aspect of a diet, increased physical activity, can help to restore proper hormonal balance. Because stress is a key mediator of a variety of poor health outcomes. So, important stuff. These lifestyle changes for shifting cortisol levels. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? Well, it could be caused by a nutritional deficiency that can be reversed. Certain nutritional deficiencies can impact nerve function and are a frequent cause of numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Zobria from Oshare Health provides precision nutrition to quickly restore healthy nerve function. Zobria is a proprietary formulation with high-potency bioactive ingredients that work better than simple vitamins to target nutritional deficiencies that impair nerve function. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven supplement that works with no side effects. You can get Zobria risk-free 
by going to Zobria.com. That's Z-O-B-R-I-A dot com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Reinvest in your wellness goals this summer with savings on supplements, August 23rd and 24th only. I'll be offering 10% off all products in my online full script supplement dispensary. August 23rd and 24th, two days only, get 10% off and free shipping on my entire inventory of top supplements at DearHoffmanStore.com. We stock one of the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. It's the safest and most convenient way to purchase my curated supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast, free shipping and optional refill reminders via text or email. It's safe, secure, and includes world-class customer service. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com for 10% off and free shipping for two days only, August 23rd and 24th. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.